Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, and I'm in Canada. I know it's wild, I you know, because you guys know how much I love the warm weather. But I got to tell you, I'm going to be in Canada for the summer, and the reason is is because I am excited to explore the beautiful forests of British Columbia. Now, like I say, many of you know that I am in love with the sea and the jungle. I'm a paddy dive master. And I'm a certified technical cave diver. I know how to sail. I know how to surf, paddleboard, kayak, whitewater raft. Brothers, I love being in the water. I love being near the water. I love being around the water. That being said, I am a Taurus. I'm an earth sign. Through the earth, I am grounded. And I love the jungle. You guys know I love the jungle for its biodiversity. I've talked to you guys about my experiences in the jungle that are simply mind-blowing. I love just being in the jungle, not doing anything, right? It's not about doing. There's a lot of doing out there. I just made a list of doing, right? I'd love to sail and surf and scuba dive and whitewater raft. It's a lot of doing. In the jungle, I love to be, just be and listen. Listen to the plants, the insects, the birds, and the reptiles speak to me and to each other. I just love it. The jungle lives in a tropical climate, and I love that climate. I love the tropics. Now, the jungle of the temperate climate is called the forest. I do a lot of backpacking and camping. I do hiking, rock climbing, mountain biking, all sorts of leisure activities in the forest, like bird watching and mushroom picking and fly fishing. I just love the forest as well. The forest is essentially a jungle in a different type of climate. So there's a lot of biodiversity in the forest as well. And I'm so excited. I mean, I'm really excited about this summer because I'm going to explore around the Pacific Northwest in British Columbia. You guys know I have a house in Portland, right, which is part of the Pacific Northwest in the United States, where there's also a rainforest. There's also a lot of forests, beautiful area of the world. But I've gone a bit further north, up into Canada, up into British Columbia, and I'm going to be here for the summer while it's warm, and I can enjoy these outdoor activities. Although, you know, brothers, I do enjoy snowboarding and other winter fun as well. All right, let's talk about creation for a moment before digging into the thought upload. You guys have heard me talk about creation a lot. In fact, I talk about it a lot because it is one of the forces of the universe. Now, when I talk about the force of the universe, I wanna make sure that I clarify this. (laughs) Because I know that I talk a lot about the force in relation to the movies, Star Wars, right? The entire George Lucas thing. Now, in that movie, they have this thing called the force. Right, it's the force. It's what the Jedi's use. It's what the Sith use to, you know, it's a part of their power, right? But it's not just their power. It's a power that exists in the galaxy, uh, far, far away, a long time ago, and far, far away. But when I talk about the force, I'm talking about actual forces, forces that we have that we know are here in our universe, and they're not so different. Like I know that Star Wars is a movie; it's a fictional film. But the synonymous, there's some synonymy here. There's some definitely some similarities between that force, the George Lucas force, and the forces that I'm talking about. Because, for example, gravity. Gravity is a force. It's a force in our universe. And it's a force that 
holds things together. It's a force of love because it pulls things together. It keeps things close. It keeps things, it's an attractive force. Gravity only attracts. Gravity does not repel. It's a force that works one directional. It's mono, it's like a monopole, right? It, you know, where we have poles that, like in, like in a magnet where there's positive and negative, you know, if you got the opposites, they attract. If we got the same, then they repel. Gravity is not like that. Gravity only attracts. Gravity keeps things together. It's a pulling. It's the one directional. And that's what these forces of the universe are because the universe as a construct, as a whole, as a field of oneness is a field of love. And what I mean when I say that, brothers, I guess I got to even peel back another layer here because when I say that, and I've said it a lot without explanation, when I say that, what I mean is that there is a field that we live in. It's oneness. And in that field of oneness, there is this constant attraction. There is everything that exists at all times. And it's, I'm not talking about the love that we have for a person, place, or thing, right? I'm not talking about the love that we have for an event or a wife, a girlfriend, or a, an animal, like a pet, or a family member, or a friend, or you know, our job or whatever. Like, I'm not talking about the love in terms of the language and the experience. I'm talking about a totality. But when I say love, the universe is made up of love. I mean, the universe is made up of all things that only attract. It's only attraction. It's a field of everything. And that everything is love. So in that field, we have different forces. One of those forces is gravity. But another one of those forces is creation. And just like gravity, creation only attracts. It only attracts. Now, this is important for you to know because as we've talked about creation, very similar to as we talked about gravity, gravity responds to actions. We take an action by placing an object in a location in space, in our human experience of space. We put an object in this particular space. We put the chair in the room. We put the table in the living room, right? The chair under the table. We put a pen on the desk. We put our phone in our pocket, right? It holds there. It stays there. Gravity does this. It attracts. It responds to our actions. Creation is the same force. Same force. Same but different, right? Similar but different because it responds to our thoughts. But again, and here's what I want you to know, it only attracts. It attracts what we think will be attracted to us through the force of creation. So literally, brothers, like you are creating all the time, all the time you're creating with every thought that goes through your mind. Now, how do you know what thoughts are going through your mind? Of course, that's the process, right? That's the process of mind management, the process of cognitive mastery, the whole idea behind emotional ownership. That's what we teach in the academy. That's why the academy is so, is this level one place to begin your journey of remembering of self-remembrance and self-creation because it, you begin to use your mind for its intended purpose, which is through the process of creation is to create the world, to create yourself, to create, and through creating yourself, you create the world the way you want to see it evolve, the way you want to evolve yourself. In that process of creation, like I say, there's only attraction. So whatever it is you think will be attracted to you. Most of our thoughts are unconscious. Most of our thoughts we are not aware of. Most of our thoughts are just running in our mind as a conditioned story, as a conditioned belief system that we're simply not aware of. We don't know what we're thinking, but we are always creating with what we're thinking. 
So again, the most important tool, the most important skill, and I'll say this again, you have heard me say this, the most important skill that we can ever learn and that we can ever teach our children is cognitive mastery. It is more important than reading, writing, and arithmetic, brothers. You, as a human being, can learn this skill right now. And if you have kids, I would offer, I'm not telling you how to parent, I would never do that. I don't even give my students advice, much less, you know, it's not for me to tell you what to do. It's not for me to tell you what to think. I can only decide what I want to think. I can only decide what I want to do, how I want to be. It's for you to determine how you want to think, what you want to do. But I will say this, I believe that for our species to really evolve, to really evolve to the next level, to take a quantum leap in evolution, we must begin to learn this very basic and simple skill of cognitive mastery and teach it to the next generation, to teach it to our children. Because this is how we evolve externally. The only way to evolve externally is to begin to understand the power that we have internally. And that is through the force of creation. And just like gravity, this force is very, very real. It's there. We know it. We can see it the same way we can see gravity. You know, it comes in three parts, the same way gravity comes in three parts. There's the thing itself, the way the thing works, and the result of the thing working. With gravity, we don't know what the thing is. We just know it's a force. We know the way it works because we have mathematically measured. We have this, we see the result of it working by simply placing objects and watching them stay in place. Again, it's an attractive force. It holds things in place. It bonds things together. There are other forces that do the same, like strong and weak nuclear forces. Strong and weak nuclear forces are forces that attract. They are forces of love because they come from the universe. They only attract. They only hold things together. Creation is another one. We know that there's the thing itself, creation. We don't know what it is, but we know it's there. We know how it works. It's through mind. Our mind, our belief, and our knowing is what we do to make it work, is how creation works. And then the result of it working is manifestation. All the things that we have, all the things we experience, all the things in our life that we consider future because it comes from the present, all the things that we choose here now come to us in the future, whether we're conscious of it or not. That's the big thing. A lot of times people say, well, that's not true. That's all mystical. That's all esoteric, right? It's all spiritual garbage, right? We don't know this, da, 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 da. We do know this. You are literally creating all the time. And I'll stand by that. I'll stand by the scientific process of this because of the academy, because I've seen it, because I've seen it happen so many times. It's observable, measurable, and repeatable. We have this force in the universe. We know how it works and we see the result of it working. So it's so, so, so important that we learn to use this force, that we learn to engage with this force the same way we've learned to engage with gravity. Think about all the amazing things that we've been able to do once we've learned about gravity. By learning about this force, by being able to measure it, we have seen explosions of architecture and innovation and technology because we have learned to apply the forces of gravity. We've learned to work with them. Creation is the same. It is the most important thing to understand as human beings. Now, the thought upload is a way to engage yourself for you to begin to practice utilizing this force so that you can, number one, see the result of it working and practice the process of how it works. The force itself, creation itself, just like gravity itself, is an unknown. And it can stay an unknown. We don't need to know what it is. We don't need to know what gravity is. All we need to know is how it works and see the result of it working because that's our human experience. All things will be revealed in time. 
because all things exist now. That was last week's podcast. I'm not going to go back into time with you guys, but everything already exists right here and right now. All answers to the universe, all questions and all answers exist right here and right now. We have access to all of them. So everything will be revealed, right? We know this. This is what the words of the master. Everything will be revealed. There are no secrets because everything is revealed here and now. That's what was meant by that is there's only the present moment. But what I want you guys to kind of understand in this episode is number one, that the force of creation is a real force. It's real. It's there. It's scientifically observable, measurable, and repeatable. And I want to offer you the meditation that I use and that I teach my students so that you can begin to practice this, practice utilizing and engaging with this force to prove to yourself, to see for yourself the power of creation, to see it, to really experience it. Because once you experience it once, twice, three times, then you start to experience more quickly, right? You get to really learn the skill and really develop in the skill. And that's when the remembrance begins. That's when you start to remember who you are. Because as long as you're living in more of a victim mentality, as long as you're living in a more detached mentality, where you're detached from the world, where you're detached from the universe, where you and the universe are separate things, where there's you in this cellular body and the rest of the world outside of you, which is a detachment perspective, which is a detachment mindset, then you're never going to really know the truth. You're not going to remember the truth that you and the universe are one, that you are the universe and the universe is you. And the way you can begin to undo this, the way you can begin to heal from the amnesia, the way you can begin to let go and release yourself from the prison of forgetting is through utilizing, engaging with this process so that you can see for yourself. You can have your own experience. You can have your own evidence. You can have your own confirmation bias, if that's the words you want to use, the psychological term of confirmation bias to understand that this is happening. I mean, that's what everything is. Everything is a form of confirmation bias. You can begin to see it, utilize it, and experience it to evolve and remember who you are. Okay, brother, so here it is. Here's the process. Now it begins, it's a five-step process. And even before the first step, I like to go into my body. So you sit in a comfortable place, right? Sit in a comfortable position. I personally like the cross-legged. I like to sit in a bit of a lotus position. I have a meditation pillow I use. When I'm traveling, I just stack a couple pillows up and I sit on those because I like to get a little rise in my hips so that I can have a comfortable spine. I get my spine in a you know vertical position, a, a very comfortable vertical position. Then I go into breathing. I start breathing, start focusing your mind. Take your consciousness away from the thoughts. Move your consciousness from its incessant thinking, right? It's incessant sort of storytelling, it's incessant conditioning, and move it into your body. Begin to experience your vehicle. Experience your vehicle from the hips upward. Now you can go into the legs and everything. You can do an entire body scan, but I like to go from the hips upward and just kind of like move forward through the spine, move forward through the spine until I get to that place right in the center of my chest. And from there, I really focus on expansion because from that chest and you know, you may call this the heart chakra. You may call this the G center. You may call this a lot of different things. I like to just call it the center of the chest where the sternum is. And I just expand it. I go in there and I feel a light, like a light coming from this area of my body that is there. Cause again, it's the consciousness. Your body is a cellular vehicle. It's a group of cells that are held together by love, right? Again, just like everything else, we are held together by an energy. We're held together by a force called love. So our bodies are there in this cellular machine. 
but it's also everywhere. It's everywhere at all times. So go into the body and experience the body right from the center and allow that sort of solar plexus, right? That part right in the center of your chest, right? Kind of like at the nipple line, but between the chest, right? So it's in front of your spine above the stomach. And it's a little, it could be a little bony, but there's like this spot. And again, it's the sternum. If you're used to anatomy and physiology, then it's the sternum there. And just kind of sit there and focus on that area and allow it to expand, allow it to grow and shine, allow a feel, a light, feel a warmth. And this is kind of the setup. And the reason why this is a setup, brothers, is because that is the center. That's the area that allows you to get in touch with the expansion. It allows you to get in touch with the truth. It allows you to get in touch with and become one with what you are always are and could never not be. So I begin there by going into my body and expanding from my center. I feel warm. I begin to feel, in fact, there's even a feeling of happiness that comes, a feeling of you may even start to smile at this point. And it doesn't take long, maybe five minutes of just sitting and moving your consciousness through your body, up through your spine, into your chest, and then feeling that light, feeling that warmth. And from there, we begin the five-part process. And the five-part process begins with recognition. We recognize everything. We recognize all of creation. We recognize everything that exists everywhere. Now, how you do this, again, is up to you. There's lots of different ways to do this. I can't really get too specific here. I get more specific in the academy and the tribe when we do this with my students, but I want to begin by just telling you that there's a recognition, to recognize all of creation. You can start by recognizing what is there, you can recognize your body, recognize the room you're in, the chair you're sitting on, recognize the house you're in or the car, depending on where you are, recognize the trees around you, the sounds, the birds, the environment, and then expand, recognize the state, recognize the country, recognize the earth, recognize the solar system, the galaxy, the universe. But we start by recognizing and just letting your consciousness, not in a way that it's thinking about these things, but that it's experiencing these things. And the difference here is that it's not a cerebral process. It's not, it is a cognitive process in that you are utilizing your cognition, you're utilizing your consciousness, but it's not a cerebral process because it's not about thinking. You're not just creating sentences in your mind. You're engaging with the experience of what it is. And that's the mantra. If you decide to do a mantra with this, then for me, what I do as a mantra is I repeat, it is. It is. It is. Because it is. That's what it is. We don't know what it is, but we know it is. <laughs> and it's very fascinating. In fact, I had one of my shamans say that to me. is like, because I was repeating this. I was there in this moment of total experience, in this moment of being expanded through all of everything. And I kept saying, it is, it is, it is, it's, it is because it must be, it is because it must be. And so he came over because he heard me kind of in my vision, in my trance, and he came over and he said, what is it? What is it? And I just said, it is, it is. And we kind of laughed about that because we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. We just know that it is. It all is. It all is because it must be. And that's the recognition part, brothers. To recognize that all of creation is, all of everything is there. Everything is always there at all times, in all places. It's always happening. Everything is always happening because there's always a movement. There's always a distance. There's always a field, a field of oneness, a field of creation. And in that oneness, there are 
objects floating through other objects floating through there is no space there is no void the objects of mass are floating through objects of vibration because it was always is creation always is so it is it is it is it is and we go through this recognition until there's a total experience of all that is now the second step is unification because we want to go from recognition that creation exists, that there is this force, there is the universe. And in the universe, there are many forces. There's a force of gravity, the force of electricity. There's the force of love, the strong, weak nuclear forces that hold everything together. And there's the force of creation. And so in that, we want to recognize it. But at the same time, we want to unify with it. We want to begin our unification process because we are not separate from the universe. The universe is, and we are the universe. It is us. So we move into unification and we go from it is to I am. Because from here, we begin the process of creation. The I am statement is the most powerful statement of creation. It allows you, the you that is in spirit, the you that is everywhere, to begin to unify, to unify with and create from the very thing that we all exist within. And that is the field of all, the field of all, the field of love, the field of light, the field of everything, everything, all things. So we begin to unify. And with the unification, there is a bonding. There's a bonding between the recognition of what is and the I am, which is not separate from what is. So we're in that state of I am. We're unifying, unifying, unifying. And this process, this first and second part process is, it can take 15 minutes, 20 minutes, depending on how often you do it, maybe 10 minutes. You can get right into that state of trance. You know, some of it has to do with brain waves, right? And again, I'm not going to go too deep into all of that because the process itself <laughs> requires a lot more than a 20-minute podcast, or in this case, maybe a 30-minute podcast. But I do want you guys to know that there is a state of being that you'll begin to engage in, you'll begin to slide into a somewhat of a trance, somewhat of a meditative state where your brain waves actually change and you begin to experience an expansion into everything where you lose, you lose a sense of boundary. You lose a sense of outline. You lose a sense of body. It could be synonymous with what people call out-of-body experiences. I've had many, many out-of-body experiences by doing this meditation, by doing this thought upload. So that's where we kind of get to. We kind of get through recognition, unification, and then we go into declaration. And here is where the power comes from. Because in declaration, it is a command. It's simply a command. The same way gravity works with our commands on actions, if I place my bed in my kitchen, I am commanding gravity to hold my bed in place in my kitchen. You know, gravity doesn't judge and say, no, 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 no. The bed goes in the bedroom and then starts to levitate it over in someplace else. No, gravity doesn't do that. Gravity obeys. Gravity listens to our commands and it obeys our commands. It just does. It allows whatever it is that we choose in an action and then obeys that action. In this process of creation, the force of creation does the same thing, but it does so with our thoughts, with our declaration of belief, with our declaration of desire. So step three is declaration. We declare 
We declare from a place of having happened. We declare from a place of it's already occurred. So whatever you want to create, and it doesn't matter, brother, there's no judgment. I'm not going to judge you and, and the universe is not going to judge you. You can create anything you want. You got to make sure you're not judging yourself because if you start judging yourself or what you want to create, then there's going to be that judgment that comes through and also gets sent out into creation. And then because of your confusion, what you create will also be very confused. So whatever it is you want to create, just make sure that you are making that declaration as if it's already done, as if you are experiencing it already, that you already have whatever it is that you are seeking to have. And again, brothers, I'm not going to judge you. You could be anything. I experience true love every day, or I experience amazing relationships with my friends or I have a million dollars in my bank account, or I own 1,500 units of real estate, or I fly in my jet to the Bahamas twice a year. Like whatever it is, like there's, I mean, again, like you get to decide what it is that you wanna create in your life. It could be something external, right? It could be something of what I call wealth, right? The external form of wealth. It could be something around health. You'd be saying, I have a, perfectly healthy body. I think I've already told you guys this on a previous podcast that one of our brothers in the academy, one of our brothers in the academy who's now actually in the tribe, has done these thought uploads. And through these thought uploads, he has, I don't want to say undone because it's such a strange word to use, but he has basically healed himself from an autoimmune disorder just by saying, I have a healthy body. I have a perfect cellular form. My cellular form is healthy, is free of any diseases, is free of any illnesses. My body is perfect. My body is as clean and pure and healthy as my spirit, right? It's like whatever it was he was declaring, he's having that manifestation in his body. So the declaration is something that is, number one, it's something that's positive. You want to declare something positive. You don't want to say, I don't have so-and-so, so-and-so, like I don't have sickness in my body. I say, I have a healthy body, right? It's what you have. Number two, you want it to be in present moment. It's not, I want to have this, or I will have this. It's, I do, I have it now, I experience it now. And number three, brothers, make sure it's for the common good. I'm gonna tell you that love is purely attractive. It's purely attractive. You will attract everything to you but it's also a higher power. And because it's a higher power, it responds most readily, most assuredly, most powerfully to that which produces your greatest good and the greatest good for all of creation. Now, you can certainly use this tool for what I would consider to be the dark side, but that doesn't mean I'm offering that sort of practice to you. <laughs> what I want to offer as a practice to you is that even though the force of creation is impersonal and is neutral, there is also a component of it that, that comes from that place of attracting powerful greatest good. The more we can begin to heal and go through our desire for soul evolution, the more we will experience that evolution externally. So just make the declaration. Just say it out loud. You can say it out loud. You can say it in your mind. Say it two, three, four times, but this doesn't take very long. It's like you have to meditate on this. You just basically say it because 
as it is spoken, as it is said, it is done. As you believe, it is done unto you, right? This again, this comes from the master. It's the centurion's faith. As you believe, it is done unto you. You only have to say it once or twice. Just like you only have to put something in place once and the gravity will hold it there. You don't have to keep putting it there over and over. You just put it there and it's there. Your declaration, you speak, you say, you think, you feel, you know, and it's there. So then we move on to part four. So we have recognition, unification, declaration. Then we can move into gratitude. And brothers, gratitude is the gateway. You've heard me say that. I may do an entire podcast on it, but here's the thing. Gratitude is the gateway. It is the gateway to the soul. The soul will always open the door, will always let you through, will always remember yourself when you feel gratitude. And when I say gateway, what I mean is you will also enable, you also reveal to yourself all the other components, all the other attributes, all the other variations and derivatives of love. You will experience compassion and generosity and kindness and patience and tolerance and acceptance and love itself. So, but gratitude is the gateway. So after declaration, it's a simple thank you. Thank you. Thank you for it having been done. It's already occurred. It's already happened because it's all happened. It, everything's happened. Everything that will ever happen has happened and it is happening right now because that's the time. Go back to the last podcast. That's why last week and this week kind of go together because once you're grateful for it having done, you already know it's happened. Everything is happening in this moment. You can truly and honestly, you can be honest with yourself in knowing that, yes, this has happened. It has happened. I am already experiencing whatever it was that I have asked for, that I've commanded from the force of creation because it has happened along with its opposite, brother. That's the other thing. Everything has happened. What you're asking for and the opposite has already happened. So gratitude allows us to move more deeply into what we're declaring because it's a thank you. It's a reception. It's a receiving. We receive it in the moment. We receive it and experience it with gratitude. How will you feel when this occurs? You will feel gratitude. You will feel amazing. It's like, oh, it's thank you, thank you. I would offer, and like I can say, I will do a podcast on this, brothers. I would offer that you guys work on gratitude as a practice, not where you sit down every morning and write down five things you're grateful for. You can certainly do that. That may be a way to step into it. I know that that's a practice offered. It's like write down, you know, write down things, 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 things. But what I'm offering you is a practice of feeling grateful for everything, not specific things that you have, because then you're separating from what you have from what you don't have, but just be grateful for everything because brothers, you have everything. So the next move is gratitude. And in that gratitude, you're basically saying it's been done. Thank you for this, whatever my declaration was being done. And then the last step, the fifth step is to release it. This is faith. And I haven't done a whole lot on faith. We do a lot on faith in the academy because it's the recognition of the truth of the universe, which is abundance and love. But when we work on faith, it's the release. It's the knowing that the state of being is enough. It's the recognition that the doing is neutral. It's the recognition that there isn't a knowledge of the how or the when, but there is only a recognition that it is. You see, brothers, we don't know how your declaration will occur. We don't know when your declaration will occur, but we do know that it is occurring now at all times and that because of your declaration and gratitude, it will occur 
when it's time, when that creation, when that vibration has slowed down into a state where it is recognizable and existential. So it's a release. We just release that declaration through gratitude into the field of oneness, into the universe, whatever you want to call it. And again, brothers, here's the thing. And <laughs> I truly recognize here that I've kind of whipped through this five-step meditation process because I want you to know how to do it. And again, I'm going to conclude the episode here on how to perform our, this meditative process that I teach my students to use. But again, bear in mind that there is some instruction to this that I didn't include due to, number one, the necessity of individualization, due to the necessity of how I teach that to you as an individual, but number two, just for the sake of time, because it takes time to develop and practice and ask questions about and work on the process, work on the meditation itself. If you want to learn and develop this technique further, then now is the time, brothers, now is the time to begin your self-remembrance journey and enroll in the academy. Again, I don't know what you're waiting for. There is nothing to wait for. There is no reason to hesitate. If this path calls to you, it is your soul seeking to remember itself. There is a, I can feel it in the universe. I can feel a gathering. I can feel a gathering of souls seeking. And in this gathering, you may be one of them. If you're listening to this podcast, there's a reason. There's a reason you're listening to this at this time and not doing something else like watching television or playing your apps on your phone, whatever they are, video games or social media or dating apps. There's a reason why you're listening to this podcast because this path calls to you. Your soul is seeking. Your mind may want to run some stories. Your mind may want to tell you something like, I'll do it later or now is not a good time, or I don't have the money, or I don't have the time, or I'm just not sure, right? Confusion may be setting in there. Brothers, these are conditioned thought patterns that are only true if you choose them to be true and engage with them. And when you do choose them to be true and engage with them, then you make them your reality through the same process that I just explained on this episode. What the thoughts that you choose are the thoughts that you're declaring through the force of creation to become a reality for you. This month, the month of May, will be a series of podcasts on relationships, and it will be our focus in the academy. Take the momentous leap and begin your awakening. Begin your remembering today. Until next week, my brothers, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at the alphamalecoach.com slash unleash.